0: Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan Dan. Hello. Sorry, I was just got put off then by a, a doll that's just been sat on a high
1: chair. Oh, of course, of course. Just
0: entered the room. <laughs> by, She's watching you, Ryan. <laughs> um, this week, we're going to be talking about a few bits of park news that have happened, uh, quite big pieces of news. And then I'm going to be talking about my recent trip to Alton Towers, the good the bad and the ugly (laughs) so sit back relax and enjoy the podcast each of us has a dream a heart's desire it calls to us and when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be all we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic
2: Stand clear of the doors,
0: por favor. Mantenganse alejado de las puertas. So, should we start off with some news? Because I think we don't often cover news, but I feel like there's been some relatively big announcements over the last week or so. that's, yeah. worth, that's worth talking about. Um, should I start with probably the most controversial one? Okay, go on, go on. Which, yeah, which is that um, early park entry is returning. So, starting on October the first, early park entry, which was previously called Extra Magic Hours, is coming back to Walt Disney World. Um, so, every theme park, I think, is a, is opening an hour early for hotel guests, starting October first. I believe. Okay
1: is is that is that all hotels for that one?
0: All hotels, every theme park, every day, one hour early. Right. Okay. Which is a, a great perk of staying on site. I like yeah.
1: it. Yeah. And yeah, obviously, well, they ditched it during COVID times, didn't they? But I mean, it's an obvious easy win, isn't it? As a, as a perk. Yeah. yeah. To open it an hour early. I can't imagine it's it's not exactly going to cost them a huge amount as such. Big time.
0: Um, yeah. So that's that's a great piece of news. The interesting one is that Disney have also announced that extended evening hours, or extra magic hours in the evening, as they were previously Known um, as, yes. mm-hmm. um, will only apply for deluxe resort guests only. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, so, deluxe d- guest staying at delu- uh, Disney Deluxe or dis- Deluxe Villa Resort hotels will be able to enjoy extended evening hours on select nights in select theme parks. Um, extended evening hours will begin in early October, with dates and the parks they apply to to be shared at a later time. So that's not going to be every day that will work in the same way that extra magic hours used to, where I would assume you'd have a park a day or every couple of days.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it just cycles around, doesn't it? Um, So
0: that is an interesting one. I'm not going to defend the move, but I will say this. When Disney first introduced extra magic hours, the capacity of the resort is not what it is now. And for reference, I believe I'm rough, I'm right roughly in saying this. If every hotel guest were to go, okay, I'm going to go into the Magic Kingdom for the evening, or yeah. as it was before, where one park would open only for the morning, mm-hmm. I'm going to go into that park for the morning, then the theme park would nearly be at capacity.
1: Right, okay. Well, based on the quantity, based on the amount of rooms that they've got.
0: Based on the amount of rooms and assuming that most of them are full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from that perspective, it's not really a perk if you're going and the park is just as busy. Now, I've never experienced it. I've always gone extra magic hours, actually. When when we started going, as as Don and I as a couple, extra magic hours were really good and and quite quiet.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But certainly in the last couple of years when we started going, they were a lot busier.
1: Um, right, okay. Is, it, is Are you talking about the morning or the evening? The, the morning, uh, the right. evening
0: they, they cut back quite
1: a lot, so it would only be yeah. like an hour
0: or two, which is a bit, it was a bit pointless to be honest. Um, but the, the morning ones it definitely got busy as it went on, and you'd often find that because that would be the park that you're in for the day, usually mm-hmm. you'd then find that the park would be crazy busy once the normal guests arrived, so the, right. the, the wait times for the queues would just be insane. So actually, I in the last year, well, the last trip and the trip before that, I think we actually chose to go to the parks that didn't have extra magic hours.
1: Oh, well, avoid it entirely. Because we knew that every hotel
0: guest would be there.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. So, obviously, now now they, they, so they're so they changing it so that every park is open an hour early. Every day, is that?
0: Yeah, every park, an hour an hour early, every day for all hotel guests. Yeah. And then Deluxe
1: will get the evening hours. Which is probably a good thing, really, because, yeah, because it spreads it out, doesn't it? Like, yeah hopefully yeah hopefully that would reduce that from what you were just saying there because everyone will be spread out between any of the four parks it won't be forcing people in to say okay well we know magic kingdom is going to get get an influx of guests today because all the hotel stay hotel guests can stay an extra hour yeah um so that does does make sense even like even thinking of a pre-covid time that makes sense doesn't it (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it does. It, it does.
0: And um, I think there's that that a really positive change. I think the interesting one is the evening hours for deluxe resorts. I yeah. mean, I understand Disney wanting to give deluxe, deluxe resorts more perks. Like, it yeah. makes total sense. You're paying more money. Therefore, you should get more perks. Um, however, should they be giving perks away to deluxe resorts that were previously available to everyone?
1: That's my problem with it. It, yeah it's a bit of a weird one isn't it like it makes you wonder whether they would bring it back at some point it feel, it makes you wonder whether it's the reason that they're doing it is because um they want to try and encourage more guests to book deluxe resorts yeah i don't i don't think it's good it's, it's obviously not a capacity thing because they're doing it for the morning yeah. for every park so it's obviously not a capacity thing um so that can only be the reason right they're trying well, to give it a perk they're trying to they're trying to encourage guests to book at, at, the, at the deluxe resorts
0: i have heard that mm. the deluxe resorts aren't particularly busy bookings wise at the moment right and into the future
1: i mean which i mean it's not too surprising is it considering the us aren't allowing various countries in well, at the moment
0: this is it i mean i'm not saying i'm not bucketing everyone in the us in this category but i think people that save for two or three years to go to disney world Tend to come from Europe, uh, mm-hmm. I would I would say. Um, I mean, there, there will of course be exceptions, but and, and are staying for multiple weeks at a time. Are more probably more likely to go. Well, if we save another thousand pounds or two thousand pounds, we can stay at the Polynesian or or Alky West or whatever it may be. Yeah. If it's a, a once in a three four year trip or once in a lifetime trip, you're probably going to stay at a deluxe resort because mm-hmm. why wouldn't you? Yeah. Whereas, if you go four or five times a year, and I know not every American does, but if you do, why would you stay at a deluxe resort? Um, I mean, you might, but I don't know. You probably
1: wouldn't. It does feel like less likely, doesn't it? Um, So
0: I I understand. Like I don't think the deluxe resorts will start filling up again properly until international travel returns. Yeah, they are incredibly expensive now.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're very expensive. I I think I think you'll see. Once travel starts opening up into the US, I think I think you'll see a big influx of people because people haven't been able to go for the last two years. And so yeah. they'll have saved extra money, that sort of thing. Um, you know, in some cases, obviously, in, in other cases, people are worse off, but in some cases, people are better off and they would have saved that money that they would have had for the last two years of holidays, that sort of thing. Yeah. And then they can put that towards a big Disney holiday and they might be willing to spend a bit more money because they haven't been for the last two years. Um, yeah. Yeah, or I, even more I, I, in some cases, you know, if people were saving for like two, three years and they were planning on going in 2020, um, you well, know, we've, they've got another two years of saving.
0: Obviously, you and I work in the same industry, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, our, our industry has been very fortunate in, in the fact that it was hit a little bit at the start as, as most sex kind of industries were, but otherwise it's been on the, it's been growing since yeah. pandemic because more people were switched to dig, digital. Um, and anyone, most people that I know that have either lost their jobs or gone through hard times, it has been furloughed. Yeah. Which still brings in that, that income. That percentage. Care. Yeah. And I think everyone, certainly everyone that I know, and I know this doesn't apply to everyone um, has been, not going out as much, not doing stuff, obviously, because we haven't been able to, awesome. and it's saved far more money. Um, and I think people have realized, well, actually, I don't need to spend money on XYZ on a monthly basis because I can do this and um, you know be absolutely fine. Now, yeah. for me, I end up buying a coffee machine and going to Starbucks as much. So I'm probably <laughs> worse off than I was before. <laughs> But yeah. I think generally speaking, people have got more money to spend. Um, I would still believe that the cost of going to Disney is too too high, and if it wasn't for the fact that I was going with Piper and it was the fiftieth trip when we we're potentially going, yeah, uh, I would have been staying at Universal.
1: Yeah, it, it's because I have people looking... on
0: Twitter call me out and say, "Well, you say you'd stay at Universal, but you're staying at two Disney hotels this year." In theory, yeah, there are reasons for that. Um, Universal isn't particularly inclusive of a one-year-old. We don't yeah. drive, so there's no point staying at a villa. Mm-hmm. Um, and and obviously, it's the 50th um, anniversary, and if you and I get to go to our, to our trip, it makes
1: sense to stay on property. Yeah. No, but no. That's the thing. There are, there are, as you say, there are valid reasons for it. But yeah, in, in, other, in other years, in other situations, I think it would be universal, because even their universal deluxe resorts are cheaper than Disney Deluxe Resorts.
0: And give better benefits, right? The, yeah. um, the Express Pass.
1: Yeah, which would obviously cost you, well, $100 plus a day, isn't it, normally, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, if if we end up having to move our trip to, say, next year, yeah, obviously Disney is not going to be as busy because we're not going directly over the 50th week. Awesome. i would be more inclined to move it away from disney and anti-universal mm-hmm. the only reason we stuck to disney is because it was we're literally there on the 50th yeah
1: yeah that's the thing at the moment we've paid what if, is it fifty dollars fifty pound each or is it was it fifty pound combined
0: i think it was fifty pounds each
1: right okay yeah and so Obviously, if we switch to Universal, that would be lost money. But the amount of money that you would save by staying at a Universal yeah, resort it, 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 without would would with, 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 uh, yeah outweigh I mean, yeah. that.
0: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, I get Disney's thinking and giving deluxe resorts more perks, but I don't think that they should be like, well, here's this perk that everyone had before, and now it only applies to this set of hotel people. I think that's the that's the problem I've got with it.
2: Yeah,
1: it, it does feel like a weird one, doesn't it? Um, to kind of. Yeah, it, it, kind of, it kind of leaves a bit of taste in people's mouths if they could have that before, but they can't have it now because they haven't paid enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so that's the that's the first piece. The, the second one, I guess, do you want to start talking about? Uh,
1: yeah, sure. So um, Disney did a post on their Disney Parks blog uh, with a few bits of information about the 50th. And then kind of in a uh paragraph right at the very bottom it says they um they're planning on bringing back the disney dining plan uh they haven't said when it will return um but they say we say they say we're not quite ready to share an update on timing what why why you know it's a bit
0: silly because i think people do plan their trips quite far in advance and i would like to know well if they're moving it to 2022 Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'll move my trip. You know, being totally honest, yeah. because I-, I like the dining plan.
1: I mean, maybe that's one of the reasons why. Well, they're yeah, not announcing is, it. Yeah. But yeah, because if, if they say, "Oh, it's 2022," then people might shift their trips as a as a result of it. Um, particularly as given that at the moment, travel this year is still looking a bit questionable. Um, oh yeah,
0: I mean, my, I mean, let let's put it this way: I'm going to Disney World next month. That doesn't sound like it's going to happen, does it? <laughs>
1: doesn't feel it doesn't feel obvious at the moment does it i mean they, they, i saw something I, I saw something yesterday last night i think that was saying that apparently come 19th of july when the U, when the uk is changing its rules people that are doubly vaccinated will be able to go to amber places and not have to quarantine coming back
0: yes that um, doesn't change the
1: u.s it doesn't change the u.s does it um but whether that's i mean whether that's a start but then obviously if you think well by the time that the us allows us in they're probably not going to be on the amber list anymore by that no, point so no. it probably won't it probably won't matter
0: no exactly um, um, yeah. but yeah
1: it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like sleepy joe's gonna open the gates within a month does it
0: no it doesn't to be fair which is fine you know we can move it easily it's easy enough yeah. um yeah <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I, uh, there were so many people on Twitter talking about this and saying, well, yeah. the dining plan's not worth it anyway, so why, who cares? It's like, I, I get, I totally get that. I get people who have worked it out and worked out that it's not, it's not right for them. Mm-hmm. That's up to you. For me, it's peace of mind. I don't even mind if I'm paying for the dining plan, I end up paying like a couple of hundred pounds more than I would in the parks. I don't have to worry about buying anything, any food when I'm out there. And that for me is reason enough alone mm-hmm. to buy the dining plan.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. I, what's the point in going on holiday and then worrying about what money you've got left?
1: Yeah, I just don't see it. Worry, like thinking, having to think, oh, should I have that because it's a little bit more? Should I not, you know? Yeah,
0: and, and this is it. And you question what you're, you're buying as well. So if I'm in Cellia in which is very, you know, is an expensive restaurant.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I do have it booked for September at the minute. Um,
1: do you mean September or August?
0: Well, I'm going late August. Oh, okay. Okay. Um I'm gonna be on the menu going, Well, do I wanna do I want a dessert? Because I've just spent fifty dollars on a steak. Whereas a mm-hmm. dining pan, I'm like, Yeah, of course I'll have a dessert. Yeah. And you know, I'm I and Disney's still getting my money because I'll probably I'll get my free alcoholic drink, but then I'll probably buy another one.
2: Yeah. Because mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm less worried about money, I'd probably drink a little bit more. Whereas actually, if I'm p- paying for all of my food. I might only have a soft drink or water
1: yeah yeah I mean that's the thing isn't it 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 it, it, it certainly works out better for some people and not for others it, it can be a personal preference as you say even like for like a budgeting reason that sort of thing just to make sure you don't have to worry about the money and you know everything's paid for um you know there's so many reasons to, to do it and sure it's not going to work out for everyone but it's great that that option is coming back for the people that do want it this is it. If you like it, then great. If you don't, then don't use it. And I think that's as yeah. you
0: know, simple as that. But I'm, I'm personally, I'm, I mean, we were in Norton Towers, which we'll come on to in a minute, when my mum sent me that article and was really excited because that is everything to do with a Disney stay for her is not, not, not worrying about food, getting yeah. excited to plan restaurants that we, we wouldn't be able to go to before because you're worrying about money and all that kind of thing. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing a bit more info on that and hopefully Disney shares that soon
1: yeah yeah there's no indi- <clears throat> there's no indication of when um when that might be coming back at the moment um obviously loads of people are speculating aren't they 2022 2023 um... i think it will be i mean
0: not not every restaurant is open again yet at disney world they're gonna wait until that's happened and then i think it will come back
1: yeah yeah i think yeah i think you're right i think they'll need the majority of the restaurants to be open before they can introduce it, because otherwise it's going to flood all those restaurants yeah. that are open yeah, exactly. um, with 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 um, Disney Dining Plan guests. Um, yeah, <laughs> I see. Right at the end of the paragraph, there's also mention of the O'Hana noodles. Yeah, and bringing those back, um, back by uh, they've obviously been listening to the the um, this Twitter.
0: Which is silly because they, they, by doing that, they dropped I think one of the more expensive items on the menu, and they like, just un, like I can't remember what it was, but it was something like either seafoody or meat based that is really quite expensive. Yeah, Sometimes they've gone. Oh, you want these teak noodles back? Fine, here you go. And then just drop <laughs> something off. It was like at Cape May Cafe, they've made the crab legs. Um, you have to pay for them now, whereas right. previously they um, they were available as part of the buffet.
1: Oh, okay. But things okay. like
0: that they're doing like. Under the radar. I mean, the only reason we hear about them is because we're on Twitter, we, we're in the community. For the average guest, they wouldn't know. Um, hmm. And I think people forget that. People think that everyone knows, oh, Cape May Cafe's dropped the crowd's legs or the noodles have been dropped at Ahana. No, there's probably a couple of hundred people on Twitter that are behind that. And 90% of the people going to Ahana wouldn't have even noticed the Nunas not
1: being there. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think so- uh, sometimes in the dis twitter community there's like a view that oh everyone knows everyone in the everyone that goes to disney is listening to the dis twitter community yeah um it. I, I find, yeah uh,
0: I, probably if anything they're on facebook groups
1: yeah <laughs> probably more likely isn't it um, um, but even then there'll be a huge a huge proportion of the of visitors to disney that aren't any any of those yeah you know they're just going on a family holiday they don't care well, no, this is it. It, and this is a my problem with,
0: with um, Disney doing boarding passes and all of this kind of thing. Because mm. if it's your first trip, you've no idea,
1: you've yeah, got no idea. Um, but there we go. Even even booking fast passes in advance, yeah, no clue. You know, I, I think they you get an email. They, yeah, you get a bit of an email, don't you? I think, but I mean, well, I was yeah, booking restaurants last week. Yeah, um, the app
0: wasn't working. Classic. So of I course. had to log in via the website. It's only because I know where to go on the website that I was able to easily book them. I mean it is an awful infrastructure that needs significant investment to, um, to make it work properly.
1: Yeah, it is quite surprising isn't it that how 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 many troubles that they have with the app and it's it's not a new thing they've been having troubles for years haven't they with the yeah. you know it goes down things like that and you know sure there's a, sure there's a big demand but there's bigger demands out there, you know. There's other other apps and other companies that deal with larger volume. Yeah. And 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 Disney is working on a predictable volume, right? They know how many guests they're pretty much going to get um, at any yeah. one time. They can look back in previous years and all this sort of stuff. So it's not like they have to deal with peaks and troughs and that sort of stuff um, yeah. as much as other companies you wouldn't have thought. Well, so it's, it's surprising.
0: It's the whole thing with like every company like this, like the, yesterday when obviously England were... Winning and and won the game. Yeah. Everyone was hitting the um, the ticket websites trying to get uh, tickets for Wembley for the for the semi final. Right, and the sites start going down. It's like you know, basically every Friday when a new band is announced and the tickets go on sale, that mm-hmm. you have problems. Why are you not investing in additional servers and additional like it, it's not going to cost you a great deal of money on the, in the yeah. grand scheme of things, and will make your customer experience better. I don't understand. And the same applies to Disney.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of things, a lot of you see a lot of that, don't you, is when certain things happen and, you know, there's the infrastructure these days where you can sort of virtually increase and decrease your capacity um, at any time, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, so there's no, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of excuse for these big, big companies to, to not be able to do that.
0: No, completely, completely. Um, and then the last, the last news bit before we talk about Alton Towers mm. is that the must-do Disney and apparently, according to WDW News Today, fan favorite Stacey uh, is now <laughs> removed and replaced on Resort TV at Walt Disney World. Um, so that's like the, it's basically the equivalent of top things to know before you go. That um, classic,
1: all yeah.
0: Um, and so basically it's gone and it has been replaced by a vacation planning show on the resort TV. And some of the comments here are absolutely ridiculous. Um, the best part of checking into your Disney resort hotel was putting must do Disney on. So, so sad. Words can't describe how I miss seeing it. Was it, was it the best thing
1: to do? <laughs> Literally ran to his room, <laughs> turned on the telly. It's probably already on to be fair. I mean, just it was, sat down I mean, and spent the entire afternoon watching it. It was yeah.
0: always out of date, which yeah. made it, which rendered it pointless. It, and I know I'm in the minority for not really liking it. It was super cringy, so cringy, like so Disney to watch. Yeah. It,
1: it, yeah, it's 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 one of these things that, as you say, they don't update it very often, do they? And even even though you'd think it wouldn't be too you think it'd be relatively easy to keep it fresh, wouldn't it? Um, but, yeah, what was it saying that it launched in 2005? I wonder how many times it changed between 2005 and 2021. I
0: think they did They did update it.
1: <clears throat> right, okay. I mean, you would like to hope so in, within, in that time.
0: Yeah, they did update it a few times.
1: I wonder what Stacey does besides that.
0: I think she's an actor, isn't
1: she? Oh, she, she's just a general actor as well. Yeah. I don't, I don't know her, to be fair. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't bother
0: me that this is gone. I never really turn the TV on, to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll have the TV on in the evening, that sort of thing. But I, I never sit down and, and watch watch exactly. this. You know, I, I completely understand. It. It's probably great for families who, who ha- haven't been to Disney that often, as long yeah, as yeah. it's up to date and they, you know... It shows them what they can do. Shows them where you know things things but, things to enjoy.
0: It's too late, really, isn't it? This is the thing I found about Must Do Disney is it's too late. So she's well, by she's that low, point. She's going, oh, you should be riding Kilimanjaro safaris and flight passages. Like, good luck, good luck getting the fast <laughs> pass for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, you can ride it. You know, it's not like um.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's not
1: like a boarding pass debacle. It
0: feels, it feels weird to be looking at like planning
1: stuff when you're there. It does, doesn't it? Given that these days you've got restaurants, you've got fast passes. I mean, obviously, at the time, at the at the time, you've got park passes and things like that. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of planning that you need to do before you get there. So, you know, they should be sending. They almost need to be sending round like a YouTube video before that beforehand.
0: I, I don't understand about this. So they tell you it's time to put your fast passes, and you're like, okay. But really, like, why are they not sending you to a like a even if it's a private youtube channel to mm. say look here, here's some great content you can watch you don't have to but here's some great content you can watch on how to plan your trip to Disney world because yeah. that is incredibly value and I know, and i know that they're working on that like genie app aren't they um oh yeah that's yeah. probably the reason why they've not done this because they're wanting to make more money out of people by doing that it's like the vacation planning service isn't it mm. um but yeah i'm not i know lots of people were upset by this news i couldn't i couldn't care less
1: no <laughs> no i know what you mean it's it's not something i watch um you know you're, if you if you're going to turn the telly on it's turn the telly on and then immediately change the channel to something that you actually want to watch yep you know obviously apart from if it's the the disneyland paris video because then you watch it for a laugh because that's pure gold yeah, It is that pure gold <laughs>
0: So, so we talk about Alton Towers because I've just come back from a couple yes. of days at Alton Towers and I kind of just wanted to I mean I might go into another episode of this at some point but I just kind of wanted to just touch on the trip and the positives and negatives of the resort. And I mm-hmm. think I think I might start with some of the positives because I think people think that we're always negative. I think we give Disney and Universal the credit where credit is due and, and other theme parks as well. And I will do the same to Alton Towers.
2: Where and it's what due. I will, uh, Yeah. What it's I will, just not due any.
0: Yeah, it's just not due <laughs> any. It's due none. And what I will say is, first of all, let's look at the cost to get in. Okay. Uh, my mum works for the AHS. So mm-hmm. to get a bit of a discount on tickets, not massive, but a, a bit of a discount. So just people aware. I know lots of people have annual passes to... Uh, merlin the merlin yeah. attractions across the uk but for us for two days entry it it worked out at 20 pounds each per day
2: yeah
0: and that which is cheap that is that is cheap isn't it you you know i cannot i cannot argue the cost of entry to get into this theme park yeah which is in essence the best theme park in the uk currently
2: yeah yeah
1: it's it's I mean, it's between it's between that and Thought Park, isn't it? But I'd probably say Alton Towers takes it. It does, It definitely does.
0: Um, twenty pounds, yeah, twenty pounds each to get in is an absolute bargain. Obviously, Piper get, gets in for free. Yeah. So in, in, incredible value, I think, for a theme park. Um, you know, when you start comparing it to Disney, which is on the day or a two-part ticket, you're talking about one hundred ten plus dollars each. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't compare. Which
1: do you think that's part of a problem?
2: That's I mean, I'll come on to that. I will okay. come on to that. Okay,
0: okay. Um, I do think it's contributing to the problem. So other positives, the app is quite easy to use. Quite easy, okay. And um, <laughs> I, because I've only been to towns once before. Um, yeah. I think I will start going at least once a year now. Um, it's a long way for us. It's about a four-hour drive. Mm-hmm. At, at the, at, on a good day, it's about a four-hour drive. I think on the way back, it took us five and a bit hours. Um the app is good. The it, it tells you directions um to the rise. You can follow the directions and it will give you like a path, like kind of Google Maps style. Oh, so okay, that's that's cool. The so quite quite good for, for people like me that have only been a couple of times mm-hmm. and don't know all the shortcuts and things. Um however, I did know, I did remember a lot of the shortcuts to some of the rise. It was only a couple of years ago that I went last, but they've taken COVID to the extremes in some respects and not far enough in others. So they've got these weird one way systems um, that go through certain areas of the park. So, which is ridiculous because the map is telling you to go down a path, which is now only one way. So you're you're like, okay, I can't go this way. So I'm going to have to try and figure out another way, but it's all outside.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Like all less of that doesn't make any sense. Like following the COVID rules.
1: Are they, are they quite
0: narrow pathways? Not really. So no. Oh, okay. okay. Not really. And and obviously now with so the park capacity is still lower than what it would be normally. So it feels right. a bit. It feels quite unnecessary, and it was quite annoying. And it's little things like um, CBBS land. The they've got this big sign that says something like "See you again soon." Okay. And you go to walk towards it and then you find the gate is shut um, <laughs> because they've only got like, one entr- entrance and exit. So you come in one way and out the oh, other. Oh, okay. But it doesn't make really any sense because that area is massive.
1: Right. That does feel a bit weird, doesn't it? If anything, like if it, why, are they, why are they funneling people down into a smaller gap if they've got multiple entrances?
0: Yeah, it, it was it was things like that that were really frustrating and, and just seemed really pointless mm-hmm. because you're all outside you know you don't have to obviously you don't have to wear a mask outside but you can do if, if that makes you feel comfortable yeah um, no one's you know there were there were plenty of people wearing masks outside i didn't see anyone going take your mask off what are you doing you know you know you know the classic brits yeah I, I had it the other day where i was walking down my road and there was a bin um in like in the middle of the pavement because it was bin day mm mm-hmm. And I didn't want to, like, squeeze next to some guy that I don't know. So I just stood by the bin to let him pass. And he was like, there's plenty of room, mate. COVID's done. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, I'm fine, thanks.
1: Yeah, um, it's like, don't care. You do you. Yeah, do what you want to do, but don't tell me how, how to
0: leave yeah. my life, please. Yeah. So, I mean, and the other thing is the rides are very good. Like, there's some good quality rides in there. You yeah, know, mm-hmm. A few highlights for me. Uh, Smiler, thirteen, Wickerman. I was reasonably impressed with CBB's land, um, Piper. I'll yeah. cover that up in a bit more detail. Um, so, and, and also did, the did you do Galactica? Uh, we didn't actually make it that, that to that side of the park, right? Okay, but I have done it before. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and the reason we didn't is I, I will come on to um, the the food. I thought was quite nice. We went to. I can't remember the name. I was just trying to find the name of the restaurant. I think it was the, the Woodcutter's Bar and Grill. So, just on the outside of the Dark Forest, which is where 13 and Rita are, um, is okay. the Woodcutter's Bar and Grill. Not too, the food I thought was fairly good. Like, yeah. I had, I think we had, we got some nachos to share that were nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, um, my parents and I had a like a um, steak baguette. Mm-hmm. Um, is, it, I, is, it,
1: is it like a pub-esque yeah.
0: sort of place? Right, okay. Yeah, so I had a steak baguette with um, a jack of potato, and my parents had it with chips. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Piper had uh, chicken nuggets, like kids' meal. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't, honestly couldn't complain. The table service worked well. They um, bought our drinks out first. like We ordered some alcoholic drinks, and that was really good. And the food was nice, like enjoyable food. Obviously slight. Like, I, I didn't think it was that expensive. I think we paid. So for my parents, Donna, me and Piper, we paid 80 quid.
2: Right.
1: Okay. And that it doesn't, that I, doesn't feel too bad for a theme park. No. For five people.
0: So yeah, that was five meals, including a kid's meal. Yeah. And five. Well, actually no, four, three alcoholic drinks, one non-alcoholic. Donna didn't mm. drink. And, four five meals and a staff like a bit well it was actually six meals because we ordered the nachos to share like as a right yeah so i didn't think that was too bad and i didn't expect the food to be good and i enjoyed it yeah um even even within the website you could go in and say actually i want my, my steak um medium rare
1: oh what but so that, they had, is it like mobile ordering sort of thing yeah yeah right
0: so i thought right. that, that whole process was was really good um I will start to get into some of the negatives. The for a park that is shut for months of a year, mm-hmm. the general maintenance is some of the worst I've ever seen in any theme park.
1: What well, things going down and and well, well not just generally things things not maintained. Which
0: which that happened a lot. And yeah. I understand that things go down. I'm not one of the people that says a theme park must be running everything at full capacity at all times. It doesn't happen like that. It doesn't. work. Mm-hmm. But the same rides keep going down. Both yeah. days we were there, Rita was going down constantly. Uh, the Smiler was down for like two and a half hours, which in a normal theme park world, you think, "Oh, that's fine." Alton Towers opens at ten and it closes at five. Really? Wow! In the summer. Yeah. For me, is- for, that's unacceptable. Like those hours, like we, we were, we were just talking about it on on the way there and the way back. It's like. This is meant to be our premium theme park in, in the country.
1: Yeah, Those hours are awful. I mean, do you, do you think that's... Is that COVID or is that, is that their opening no, hours I, before? I think those were the hours before. Right. That's pretty bad, consi- especially as they've got... Just looking on this map, it looks like they've got five on-site... Maybe not hotels, but they, it looks like they've got at least two hotels and then some... No, three hotels, and then Stargazing Pods. I'm not really going to call that a hotel... But they've got several places you can stay on yep. site. Yeah. And you think, well, if you're staying on site, that means you can get there really early. Yeah. 10 is not really early.
0: Well, <laughs> they do let you in early, I think. Right, yeah. okay. But even so, like, I just find, like, for the general guest 10 to 5 is simply not good enough for a theme park. No, that's pretty awful, isn't it? Really Seven cool.
1: Seven hours that you
0: got to play with. It's bad. I mean, yeah. I personally, I would be opening at 9 and closing. In the summer, at 8
2: yeah,
0: I, yeah. Um, to be honest even if, if, if it were me running this park I'd close at 10 and do some fireworks. that's just me
2: yeah yeah now, I understand I
0: mean... 20 pound I know it doesn't cost 20 pounds for everyone but for us 20 pound entry isn't much it's probably mm-hmm. not going to pay for your fireworks and, and and opening the park that late every day no um but increase the price a little bit it's still not expensive and you can do all of that. I just thought 10 to five is honestly some of the worst theme park hours I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, that is that is really bad. It makes you wonder why it closes like fuck. Well, I mean, I don't even know why that. Why would they open it so late, and why why is it closed so early? It doesn't make any sense. Like that's there's at least you could there's at least five more hours in the evening that you could open the park for. I know. Keep the the park open.
0: If the park was open all year round, in December, I can I I can perfect. I can it's perfectly reasonable to close it at five o'clock because the sun's down. What Mm -hmm. what what's going on? I mean, they can still operate in the rides at night. To be fair, but yeah, let's just
1: let's just give them the credit. And as we know with Disney and Universal, some of the rides are brilliant at night.
2: Yeah,
1: like, it really adds to it the fact that it's dark, and I'm sure it would probably be the same with with some of the um with with,
0: with a lot of them because most of them most of the coasters are all well, actually all of the coasters are outside.
1: Yeah, yeah. So which is but, weird. Which, for a, for yeah, a which is always baffling. Like in in the US, they have coasters, quite a few of them inside. Yeah. And yet, in the UK, where the weather is awful, and, you know, as soon as a bit of rain, it shuts all the coasters. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Um, So, like, the general maintenance was
0: bad. Like, rides kept going down for hours and hours. The wait times on the app were way off. Like, you'd be like, oh, 13's five minutes. You'd head over there, and it'd be an hour. Yeah. And, like, I get it. People flock to rides when it's five minutes. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't go from five minutes to an hour that quickly, like in a no. five minute walk.
1: No, you wouldn't um, even be able to tell in like a five minute w- period no. ha- how it's changed. And that happened multiple times. Yeah. So it, it feels like this stuff that, that is just broken. Like, as I said,
0: rides keep going down, which I get happens, but it mm-hmm. happened both days and it was it was the same rides. Yeah. And you have like, I don't know how many months exactly and people that go to Orton Towers regularly will be able to um, send us a tweet and tell us. But the park is closed for several months of a year. For me, that 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 leaves a theme park like this with no real excuse as to why the same rides are going down time and time again for the same reasons.
2: Yeah, you've
0: got you've got time to be able to sort all of this out. Um, in fact, but I don't like. I get that it happens. We might have just got unlucky. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. What I found was really unacceptable is the general maintenance of certain areas of the park. So, right, CBB's land, like obviously Piper. Was, can, can go and not everything there because some of it's for slightly older kids, but mm-hmm. that's fine. Um, she can go in a lot of the stuff. We were quite excited to take her into the something special sensory garden.
1: Something? Oh yeah,
0: yeah see on that because um, that's like Mister Tumble and all of that kind of stuff which she likes watching. Oh yeah, and it was awful. Like it was like there were plants and things to smell and like like that's fine, but like there were there were drums that you can play on. Yeah, uh, one set of the drums was all right. The other set of the drums looked like it had had like not just one bit of bird poo, but like it was covered in bird poo. Oh, but it, it had been there for a while. It wasn't like a bird had just gone, Oh, yeah, I'll poo on that today. Yeah, it'd been there for a while. <laughs> and like where, where Mr. Tumble comes on some of the screens and things covered in cobwebs, um, stuff like that, it was just not clean. And it's like, mm. What's the reason why you, you know you're opening at 10. What, yeah. what, why aren't your maintenance people coming in at seven o'clock eight o'clock in the morning and and, and dusting and, and cleaning and, and doing all of that and there were there were bits like that where you think what's going on here like the same with like oblivion we went on oblivion and yeah on the queue into the ride you go through this little building and there's huge holes in the wall and again you think you're closed for months of the year what is
1: going on here yeah, why why aren't these things being maintained? Because it's like as you as you say, obviously with something like the the Century Garden one, that's obviously obviously requires like daily maintenance if you're talking about like bird poo and, and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And which, yeah, is isn't really acceptable, especially if you've got like things that kids should be, you know, are going to be touching and all this sort of stuff. You know, especially in the COVID time, if if they're not cleaning the bird poo, what are they cleaning? Well, they're not if they're not cleaning the bird poo, which have definitely been there for days at
0: the least yeah then they're not cleaning anything else the kids are touching mm.
1: yeah it does make you want. it doesn't make you question the entire thing doesn't it <laughs> a bit yeah um yeah and and as you say if they're closed for five months of the year or you know however many months it is um and there's there's kind of like general wear and tear when it does open you think yeah. what's yeah what is your excuse you've got five months four or five months of the year to Tart everything up Paint it up Fix any sort of like Wear and tear issues And and you're still not doing it No uh,
0: And the other one that was really noticeable Was the In the night garden uh, Magical boat ride Where right. Almost all of the I mean I, I, I used the word Animatronics Lightly Because they were Very <laughs> basic But you know Most of them weren't working I was yeah. like How long have they been like that for? Um. It's things like that where I, I get it. You got people, people people like Inside the Magic and Walt Disney World News Today criticizing Disney for not fixing things. Mm-hmm. This is this is not not fixing things. This is on a whole different level. Yeah, this is there is clearly no plan to get this stuff done. It like again like the in the night garden stuff. The animatronics often were covered in cobwebs. Right, and I get it. Spiders happen, but. It doesn't it's, it's an easy thing to maintain. It's an easy that, thing for someone to walk around in the morning and just sort that out.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: And clearly you could clearly see that a lot of the animatronics and things hadn't been touched in weeks,
1: if not months. Yeah, that's that's and like to take it back to the ticket price. Do you think that do you think that's part of the problem? Well, potentially,
0: you know, but potentially you, you do have some great attractions that, that look fantastic. Like Wickerman mm-hmm. does it, look brilliant. It's a great ride and it looks great and it looks, you know, clean. And it just feels like some a lot of the effort is not going into areas that need it. Um, right, CBB's land looks tired. And the other thing is, a lot of the rides in there are from things that aren't that relevant anymore. So you've got like, um, Charlie and Lola not that relevant anymore. Um, the postman parcel post was probably Piper's favorite ride. Um, Mm -hmm. But you've got things like new newer programs and shows where you think, actually, these rides don't cost you much money. Like, just swap the branding out. Like, like oh, Hey W something... is, like, hey yeah. is one of the biggest children's shows at the minute. He's, he was only represented, like, in um, like a show. But that would swap out for, like, I think it was the Teletubbies and... Teletubbies? I know.
1: That's good. Like, they make that anymore, right?
0: I think there is. It's. It does. It is still airing and slightly updated, so it's more animated now.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Okay. But it was like it's things like that where you think, "Come on, just update the part."
1: Yeah, yeah. Keep it, keep it relevant. And I mean, it's not even like these. These you say keep keep it relevant. This is they don't change that often. Like you'll get you'll get like a new program that will come yeah. along and it'll be relevant for like quite a few years. Yeah, and then it' will drop off and, and something new will come along. So you, you can't imagine it's that difficult to keep it up to date.
0: So that, that, that was my main my main issue from, with the part was the general maintenance is really bad. Yeah. Um, the, other, the other thing that my parents noticed actually um, was just how much of a mess it is from a theming perspective
1: yeah which we've always kind of mentioned in the uk parks isn't it it's definitely a problem
0: yeah but they they this is their first time in Orton towers um, oh, okay okay their, their main concern is like they they both got phones but they don't really download apps my dad didn't take his phone with him because it's kind of a work phone okay so there was no physical map being handed out now i'm sure you could have got one from somewhere but we didn't see one right uh, and all my dad kept saying was i, I need a map hmm. um And then he kept saying, well, the signs don't make any sense, that there's not enough of them. Um, And he was like, I don't understand the theming. Because you go, like, into X Sector and you've got Oblivion, which is an ancient roller coaster, like the world's first, like, drop coaster. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's fine. Like, we went on it and it's all right. But it is, you know, being honest, crap. Yes. It's It's so basic. It's one drop and then you're up around the corner and done. Yeah, And 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 I understand if you've never been to a theme park outside of the UK, it's still a great ride, but if you have, it's very bad.
1: Yeah, if, you, if you've... if you I mean, but the thing is, like, even, even the other attractions, you've got, like, Wicker Man, you've got 13, you've got Rita, you've got Smiler, big coasters, and then next to it, you've got Oblivion, which is just, like, a really short yeah. drop.
0: It is so short. And, you know, the wait time uh, wasn't too bad. It was only, like, 10 minutes, so we did it. But yeah. You know waiting 60 minutes for that you you know never knew i would never and it yeah. was 60 70 minutes at times really yeah wow um now the smiler we didn't get to uh, to go on um i've been on it before as it has but what my parents went on it um and then we said okay we'll do it on the next day and then it was down
2: Right,
1: okay. Oh, because that, that was another. That was something you mentioned to me before, wasn't it? The fact that the child swap's not working at the moment. They're not yes, doing it.
0: They're not running child swap because of COVID, which is, is you know... Seems is bizarre. Ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Which means if we all wanted to do the Smiler, we'd have to split into twos. Two of us look after Piper, mm-hmm. and then the other two ride the attraction. The attraction for the... Like, the Smiler is usually at least an hour, maybe 45 minutes. Yeah. So you'd have to queue that twice.
1: Yeah, which... It just seems like we're not gonna do like
0: seven hours. That's that's a lot of your day gone.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you've got if you've got a very limited window to to ride the attractions and you've got a queue for something that would normally take an hour, but you've got to wait for two hours, yeah, just because they're not running child swap, which does seem really bizarre because you think, well, what's the reason you can't operate that because in a COVID world? What is the reason? No, I I don't know. I think there is there's things as well, like there was there was some
0: security guards, they've got a lot of like Covid um, marshals and things, which is fine, like makes sense. That's probably good to be fair. Um, yeah, but like a couple of c- occasions, they were just effing and blinding to each other. Right. Like, you do realize, like, you, there's children walking past you constantly. Like, mm. it, this wasn't like next to like Oblivion, where kids aren't going on. It, this was like in the in Mutiny Bay area, where they've right. got basically like the equivalent of teacups and things like that. And he's got these two security guards just effing and blinding next to each other. Uh, you think come on, like, control yourself in, in the workplace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The same as I have to, the same as everyone else has to. So it's yeah. things like that. Like, you, you just wouldn't see it at other theme parks. And I'm not just talking Disney. I just find that totally unacceptable. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't care in a normal world when I, when I don't have a ch- child. Actually, I'd tell you I wouldn't care. But now that I've got Piper...
1: It's just something that stands out.
0: It, it stands out, and you're like, what? why Why have you got the need to do that?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's definitely a problem... Not, to, not. To, I don't want to criticise the staff too much, but that's definitely an issue. Given that they are only open for I don't know, however many months—eight months, say a year. Yeah. Um. You know, you're dealing with temporary staff, yeah. and sure, a lot of them probably come back year after year, but you probably get a lot of sort of younger people doing it. Well, well, let's be honest. Working all the Towers, if you're just, you know, I, I know this, there'll
0: be people that work there year round because yeah. maintenance, all that kind of, of thing. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, the equivalent of Imagineering. Mm-hmm. Um, probably consists of about two people but there we go but there are people that work the year round but for the people that don't you're not paying your mortgage off by working eight months of a year it's not happening
2: yeah, yeah.
0: so it will be younger people now actually these these um security people were older people right okay um, so
1: yeah but i mean i guess i suppose to take you back to the theming briefly. It does feel a bit all over the place, doesn't it? You've got, I mean, obviously it's CBB's land. That looks quite good. You've got a, you've got quite a big pocket in the bottom right-hand corner. It was good. all dedicated to that. Yeah. But then you've got, you've got, um, oblivion and the smiler, like right next to it. And then just next to that, you've got the whole sort of like David Walliams area. Which is, which Piper, by the
0: way, can't, couldn't go on anything other than the Royal Carousel. Right. Okay. And um, so you can't do gangster granny. And I know like, she's one, like, I'm not expecting her to be able to do everything park ride. Yeah. Um. So we didn't manage to make it on Gangster Granny, unfortunately, because uh, the wait times was like 70 minutes, and we'd have to queue for it twice, all that kind of thing.
1: Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. It just it, what what I just find it weird is that you've got like a kids area, then you've got some like more ad- adult rides, then you've got another kids area, then you've got more adult rides. It just feels like very bitty, doesn't it?
0: Oh, the lands don't make any sense. No, they really, they really don't. They they really don't at all. Uh, and then they've added these like stupid fairground rides in that totally okay. ruin like any theming that does exist. They totally spoil. So like the dark forest, you've got no, thirteen. I'm trying to see
1: where the dark forest is.
0: The, uh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. You've got thirteen, and then you've got Rita. I mean, they don't really work that well together anyway. But there we go. That like the dark forest has at least got some theming. Yeah, and then you have this this new like eighties ride. Just as you're walking into the dark forest, like literally just next to thirteen, that's um, blasting out this eighties music. When you've got like a not horror coaster, but like a themed coaster that's playing yeah, the spooky vibe, spooky vibe, like music next to it, and it, and it's like, what are you doing? What are yeah. you doing?
1: Yeah, it just doesn't feel coordinated, does it?
0: And it, yeah, like in there's one by Oblivion and the Smiler. Um, that kind of works because that area is just, you know, X sector. So it's great, like crazy rides and stuff. I get it, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But the, the Dark Forest, you just put this like stupid, like I think they are um, they were the waltzers basically. And it's just yeah. blaring the Walters, you know, the, the fairground ride.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. And they're just blaring out 80s music right next to 13. And you think, what? who's made this decision to put this here? Mm. And the park has got plenty of land.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. If it, it does look quite big to be fair, and they, they've got a lot of attractions and, and a lot of big coasters by the looks of it. Yeah. But it just feels scattered. It is.
0: It's a it's a mess. Um, you know what? It I won't be too I won't go any more on the negative side of things because we did have a great time. Mm-hmm. Um the Charles what really threw a spanner in the works because we only yeah. got to do maybe like four rides a day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there were things we really enjoyed. The, the rides are overall pretty good uh Piper had a great time in the the shark bait um reef which is basically like a, a small sea life center
1: oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. like
0: we yeah. spent like a good 40 minutes in there she 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 loved it um and as i said the food for theme park is i thought was pretty good um so there are lots of positives to going would i go again yeah 20 even 30 40 quid i'd pay 40 40 quid to get into this park mm-hmm. I, I think it's well worth it They've got some great, um, they've got some great attractions. We had a good time. You can pay for express. I can't remember what they call it, but it works out, I think, at about sixty pounds a day. Right. Okay. You know, I I think if you and I were going, Mm -hmm. and it was just us, I'd probably pay it.
1: Yeah, it might be worth it to to get everything to get more stuff done. You get everything done. Does does it work in Does it work in a way that you can only ride one thing? Um, So each thing or They've got different tiers. Oh,
0: okay. Um, So they've got... It's called Fast Track Pass. So you've got bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. Um, and actually, I was... so Sorry, I was wrong. The most expensive was 105. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm not going to cover bronze and silver because they only cover certain rides.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Your gold is £65 and you can ride Wicker Man, Smiler, Galactica, Nemesis, Oblivion, Rita, 13... Marauders Mayhem, Runaway, Mine Train, Battle Galleons, Enterprise, Spinball Wizard, and Hex. Um once.
1: Right, okay. Quite a big quite a big pounds. choices, but
0: yeah. 105 pounds gets you on all of those as many times as you want.
1: Right, okay. Seems like a bit of a jump. It that is a bit of a jump, isn't it? Um I mean, does it feel worth it if you're paying like an extra 40 quid for that? It's a lot more, yeah it's a lot more to just to be able to ride like one of the rides again a second you know a second time that sort of thing yeah um you know obviously i guess like because obviously there's nothing stopping you from queuing regularly if you wanted to ride a one particular ride again no. it, it doesn't feel like if you paid 105 pound for a single day it doesn't feel like if you rode the same thing multiple times you wouldn't be you wouldn't be getting on much else yeah. even even with a fast pass or whatever they call it yeah um so that that feels a bit weird, doesn't it? Because you're not going to be riding every single ride twice, and you're you're paying like forty quid for it.
0: Well, this is it, yeah. This is it. Um, but I probably would pay for the sixty-five pound ones, like if it was just you and I going, mm-hmm. or just Donna and I. It, it it's not worth necessarily. Well, when you're with a group of four adults, the likelihood of them all paying sixty-five
1: pounds is quite slim. It gets it gets very pricey at that point, doesn't it? Very yeah. pricey. Um, it's kind of like with the Universal Express, isn't it? If you had like a family of four and you were paying for that, that's very expensive. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so that that was it, really. Like it was, we as I said, we had a great time. They they have got some great attractions there. Um, we didn't make it on everything, annoyingly, um, but it was it was busy, and we had a one year old, so we weren't necessarily expecting to. Yeah, yeah. We definitely would have got more if they had child swap though.
1: Yeah, I think that probably would have made a big difference, wouldn't it? Um... Like, because I guess, I guess obviously collectively you did more rides because obviously like you said before your parents went on, uh, which one was like Smiler Smiler, and you didn't, you and Donna didn't get a chance to, Um, you know, and yeah, if there had been a child swap, all four of you would have got on and it wouldn't have taken you a whole lot longer than what it would have done. No, exactly. Yeah. So it's a weird one that I don't know, I'm not entirely sure. It'd be interesting to know the reasons for, for not having that. Because it yeah. does feel very strange.
0: I can work it out, to be honest.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, anyone, anyone who works at all Towers in upper management who's listening, please get a Starbucks in and get rid of Costa.
1: <laughs> I thought you liked Costa.
0: I prefer Starbucks. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Where where's the where's the Costa? Uh,
0: there's one in the front, like Tower Street section, and then there's at least one other by Wikiman.
1: Uh, well, oh, okay, they're quite close then. Uh, it looks. I swear, oh, is. oh, okay, okay. Maybe, maybe you're thinking, is it the other side of Wicker Man? The park is part uh, on the map. The park doesn't look too big, but it is massive. Right. Okay. I mean, to be fair, it does look. It does look relative. It does look pretty big on the on the map. Really, like there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's of. I, I guess it's more spread out than it looks on the map. Well, if um, you're if you're walking from, say, CBBS
0: to uh, Galactica that's probably taking you 20 minutes. Right, okay.
1: That's,
0: yeah. So it, it, it's, a, it's a long walk.
2: Yeah, yeah. The,
1: the, the problem I find with the map is it's very, very busy. Uh, yeah, I think the map is probably a, just really badly designed. Yeah, it, it feels really hard to, like, work out. There's so many things, like, so many, like, signposts and, and area names and different things. Like, it's very hard to sort of get an idea of where you are. And the other thing if is, it like was, the
0: same. It's got the same problem with the app. Is like, you'll go, okay, I'll cut across this path here, but that path you'll find out when you get there is only one way. So then you'll have to walk right the way around again to find right. that path.
1: Yeah. If I mean, I can understand. That's a bit of a tough one, isn't it? Because they've obviously they've obviously implemented that because of COVID for some reason, um, but they haven't updated it in the map, which kind of feels, it feels sure. Like they have it's, done. you know, it, it's probably a fair amount of work to be able to do that. Yeah, but it, it, it is. You could do it in the app at least.
2: Mm.
1: But there we
0: yeah. go. So yeah, that's that's my uh kind of quick review of Alton Towers from
1: 2021. Nice. Nice. And trying to, there's a, there's like a there's looks like there's a cable car thing going through. There is, yeah. From a couple of places. There's there's also a line, like I don't know if you can see it on the map, sort of round by Wickerman. And I don't know what that is. Oh, I had to scroll down a little bit. Is it like a monorail? That's the monorail, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I had to scroll down because there wasn't the monorail like right at the bottom. Yeah, that's the monorail.
0: Oh, does that take you to the hotel? Uh, It takes you. There's a stop just outside the hotels. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. That's Um, that's quite a nice feature. You're gonna want to get that um, if you because otherwise it's a ridiculous walk. Oh, is it? It's insane.
1: Oh, okay. The hotels
0: aren't as close as it looks on the map, are they? No, it is a long walk <laughs> from the car park to the front of the to the front of the resort. Right, the park even, and we we did the walk in uh, and walk out on the first day, and we did the walk in on the second day, but on the way out, we got the monorail back.
2: Right. Okay. Okay.
1: Oh, well, it's nice that they have that feature.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, you can you can tell throughout the park how where they've ripped off of Disney and just not done it as well.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: and and I don't expect them to. Compare.
0: no and, then, and you can't expect them to and of course it is difficult you have, you, you compare them even though you don't want to compare them. Um, yeah, I mean it's gonna happen,
1: isn't it? It's gonna happen. but it's
0: where they do stuff like the monorail was fine, but like all of the windows are like because they've got the, the um, decal on the side. okay you can't see out of the monorail at all. Oh, that's a bit weird. So you, you just see like the, the decal like fuzzy decal like through the window. Mm. I think come on. Like we were all trying to look out the window just to see the park from a different angle and all the windows. Yeah. Are
1: locked. That feels a bit weird, isn't it? Cause you can get it so that you can see through it. Can't you from the yeah. inside? Exactly. Yeah. Lazy.
0: Yeah, very lazy. So yeah, that is the, um, Alton Towers review. So let, let me know if you've got any questions. Um, as I said, I absolutely would go back. I know it sounds like I hated it, but I, we did have a good time. Uh, there's lots of positives, but yeah, equally, um, as many negatives. So yeah, if you've enjoyed the show, please do rate us on the podcast app and we'll be back again next week. Ah,
1: there you are. And just in time, there's a little matter
2: I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota and they'll haunt you until you return. (laughs) mm <laughs>